He's coming in, interviewing Robert Downey Jr. I, oh, my God. I He's probably I a cigar so, smoker. He's a, he's a cigar smoker. He's I'd feel so intimidated to talk to him. See, because he's so. But like, you gotta you gotta not be that. If I I wouldn't go like official like oh thank you for joining us today. I'd be like yo what's up Robert. Yeah I'm sure. Like you gotta be cool. What's with up your, Robert? If you're cool with him, he'll be cool back. If you're like what is the time that you what, like what is your best movie? Like if you Dude, do that. Sammy Sosa celebrations after a home run after a he request. left an interview because so, he was doing an interview. He was like for yeah, one of the Iron Man movies. Yeah. And the Maybe guy was not. like pressing him about like his drug history. He's yeah. like, what are we doing here? He's like, all right. And they looked at his agent. The agent's right. like, let's go. And he's like, all right, bye. I hate when they do that. They're always mm-hmm. trying to snoop for a story. Anyway, we are smoking a phenomenal cigar right now. This is uh, the Mother Church by Crown Heads. I don't know if you heard about it yet. Oh, we've been blasting it so much. But like, I, listen, we're blasting it for because it's our 50th release. We want, you know, we want to celebrate well, I, we're, our thing. We're blasting every... But cigar. this cigar is is amazing. Chris. We're blasting every cigar. You good? What? You good? Are you uh, oh yeah, no, I, I got it out. Look All at right, the good. burn on that. Look at yours too. Show them yours. This... What's the difference if you're showing or I'm showing? Because it's the same frame rate. It's fr- fr- mm. frame. Mm. Framing? No. Okay. You want to match? Match, ashes. No, turn it around the other way. That's the. Let's see it like this. No. You want to see my tattoo? No, you can't see that tattoo. It's blurry. Uh, you got a blurry tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> get it out of focus. As soon as he was just, just done doing it, I'm like, is that blurry? <laughs> how do you how do you make it's it called, blurry? It's called out of focus, bro. First of all, actually, that might be a pretty cool concept. If you made a tattoo like purposely, like artistically, you made it out of focus. You have to squint to see the full thing. Yeah, that'd be actually that wouldn't be. What bad. is this? The what's those art? The beer goggles. Have you ever no. seen the beer goggle image? On no. Facebook, it's like squint your eyes, and when you squint, you see an attractive woman. But when you look regularly, it's like just this old man. I was I was talking about like the artwork where you like you see it in a different way, and the the, the item or the, the oh like where the where what's would his just name pop out that oh, like all the dots is like yeah. all the dots are like colorful dots, but then when you look, you see like Godzilla yeah. versus the Kong. Seinfeld episode where they had to look yes. and see the plane. Yep. Uh, but honest <laughs> to God, episode. that's like an underrated episode. <laughs> it is. She had to get his socks. Uh, obviously, working with Crown Heads, like they weren't going to give us anything subpar, but they really went above and beyond. And I said this on Facebook the other day. I said it in my review of it. Um, and I've said it to the team at Crown Heads personally. I think this is the best cigar they've ever made. Um, and obviously, John's not going to come out and say that because, you know, you got to respect, you know, when, when you're a brand owner, you got to respect all your brands. But also, I, I've seen him smoking this a lot recently. He sends me pictures every day of him having two or three of these. So... I kept asking him if he's going to make more. I said, you're, you're going to make more, right? He goes, no. I'm like, he's like, I didn't even get one for his archive. I'm like. He should make one for the 51st anniversary of JR. And the yeah, 52nd. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. we got to see how that, you know, it, it's the moving Mother Church very too. well. I, I, I think there's barely any left. Father's Church. That's not, that's not how it goes. But then the, the third, sequel. That's, but that's not. That's and not then the third one would be. Children. Sun Church. Sun Church. And then daughter church, then nephew cousin, church, then yep, then Tony's church, then, then uh, Dominic's then church. church, grandpa church, grandson church, <laughs> Nana and Peepaw church, <laughs> pop pop church, pop pop. You are you see Rio too? I'm such a dad. No, Greg, okay. I didn't see Rio. <laughs> you call too. me pop pop. It was uh, the voice uh, Andy Garcia. I didn't see pop pop. 
Chris, have you seen Rio 2? I haven't seen Rio 1. Me neither. <laughs> I feel bad about that company, but anyway, go ahead. What about that company? What do you mean? Blue Sky. Oh, why? Disney they... bought off Fox. Then... And then they got bought out by Disney. And, so and essentially... they, they said goodbye to Blue Sky. What else do they do besides Rio and the sequel? Ice Age. Oh, yeah. All right. Really? I saw the first one when I was a kid. They weren't. Those are great. They had a Toy Story, son. Do they do Madagascar too, or no? I think so. Well, what happened? My Asheville. Mm. Well, I got the picture, though. I'm going to blast that. Yeah, blast it out. You're in it. Ooh. Uh, so let's talk about the blend here a little bit. So for, well, before even that. I forgot we we're here to talk about cigars. Yeah. So I thought just, we were still just just really talking. <laughs> <laughs> let's just glance over it. Um, <clears throat> it's called the Mother Church because it's named after the Ryman Auditorium um, in Nashville. It's a very popular, historic musical venue. And because it, it was originally built in the 1880s as a, a tabernacle choir like church, and because it still kind of has that look to it with the pews and the stained glass, it's gotten the nickname, the unofficial nickname Mother Church by like Nashville natives. So that's the name they went to, and you can see it in the band, you can see it in the box. Uh, blend wise, Ecuadorian Corojo 99 wrapper, Nicaraguan fillers from three growing regions, and then he did this just for me Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, uh, which a lot of people are starting to do. Mm-hmm. Like the Warhawk, and it really, it's starting. Because I think you by doing that, and then having you don't have to uh, worry about the uh, rapper as much. Yeah, a compliment, having a complimenting rapper. Right. Um, first, I, th- I think it's actually better. It'll match. It'll, it'll you'll get what you want from the broadleaf without it being overbearing. But also, like you were alluding to, with broadleaf shortages, you don't need to have a pristine looking broadleaf wrapper now because it can it can be a little dingy but you right. know looking but as long as it's strong and and has the flavor um it'll work so i think it's a cool trend that people are doing and it works spectacularly and, i've probably had in the past 2 months i've had more of this cigar than anything else combined i probably I had maybe maybe 15 of these to t- maybe even 20 like 15 of these. yeah already? something like crazy wow yeah. No, he's between these samples where, I got. Where's, then, where's it made? It's made at Tobacco Letter Picardo or Pichardo. I can never remember how it is. I think it's Picardo. Yeah. Um, this is the same factory. I mean, they're known individually for the Ace and Ace Prime cigars, but right. for their work with Crown Heads, they did the Juarez and, of course, the highly rated Mil Diaz that came out earlier. Both this highly year. rated. So there's no reason that, like, if you liked any, if you like any Crown Heads, but particularly if you were a fan of, his, of the recent releases with uh, Pichardo, this is right up your alley. Um, and also it's like a commemorative edition. There's only 500 boxes made. We're getting close to being, I mean, th- th- whenever this is filmed and going out, like within, within a few days, we were already halfway through our stock. So, so if we're sold out, people that bought it, enjoy and yeah. listen, the people that yeah. didn't, Maybe, shame we, on yeah, you. we don't know yet if we're going to be sold out by the time this, this launches, but if we aren't, there's be a link at the bottom. Um, but even if we aren't, I, I can't imagine any more than, you know, a couple boxes being left. So. Right. Um, also where I'm, where I'm really banging on this and where I think we're going to see, uh, see it really move is in like maybe a week or two when people get their boxes, smoke one and realize that it's not just like some nice cool box and like a limited thing that it's a fantastic smoke and at a great price. And I think we'll see a lot of rebuys. It is a great price, but absolutely remarkable cigar. And something that, you know, depending on, you know, maybe something we could we could do again in the future, because I think this this is just this is just all star. This is all star. Yeah, it's just smooth. There's no it's it, it's like you can't put it down type of cigar. 
And look, even though I, I ashed that one, you can take a look at the ash. It's, it's still even, like so perfectly even. Uh, also, a little advertising today. Got in. These should be on the website by the time this launches. Our limited edition 50th anniversary cutters. Take a look at that bad boy. Yes, sir. This is a XI. Zycar XO. XO. Yep. No, Siri. You can go away and say your name. Say my do you name, have that set up for when you say Siri, it starts? I didn't say Siri, did I huh. say but I No, said. but do you have it set up to do that? Uh, yeah. yeah. I find that creepy. Hey, Siri. Ooh, it worked. But why is it working with your voice? God damn it. I didn't get that? Yeah. Wait, do have it again. It. Hey, Siri. It ain't me. What is what is diarrhea? Enemy, what is? Paint me. What is? What is diarrhea? <laughs> Give me what... How do you say that, Siri? Di- diarrhea? Is that how you're really supposed to pronounce diarrhea? I mean, there's an H at the end. Hey, Siri. Are you kidding me? Hey, Siri. Are you, you out of your mind right now? Like, you, I own you. You cheating bimbo. Hmm. I don't have an answer for yeah. That. Is there something else I can help with? Same story, different wife. <laughs> Recognize my voice. <laughs> Wait, try one more time. Try one more time. It's got to work. <clears throat> hey, Siri. Yeah, see? Yeah, she's there. It's just like my wife. But not she when you need her. <laughs> Selective hearing. <laughs> That's your superpower. They really got this down pat. <laughs> I own you. No one owns Siri. You see that Apple's making a car? Of course they are. That'd be cool. Self-driving, probably. I don't think I'll, I'll ever trust self-driving cars. No. Not after watching Silicon Valley. And not after dr- <laughs> watching um, Upload. Not after watching any movie. Did you watch that yet? Not yet. No. no we're not, not after watching any to. movie where they make artificial intelligence and it takes mm-hmm. over. Like, uh, Have you seen Silicon Valley? No. Uh, I feel like you'd love it. Have you? It, yeah, it's a good Mike show. Judge uh, created it. What um, else did he do? Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, um, Extract. But it's, yeah, I think it's, very, it's your type it's of humor. Very, it's very good. I love how you're like... You know, Silicon Valley about like these techies in the middle of California. Same guy did Beavis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it might not resonate with everyone. But no, but it's it's great. It's it, Alec Berg is a writer on it. Uh, Isn't T.J. Miller in it? Mm-hmm. No. Alec Berg. There's a great clip online of like I guess there was this one scene where he had to like insult some guy for being old, but they did like a bunch of takes where he would say different things, and there's yeah. like a four minute clip on YouTube of him <laughs> insulting this guy in all kinds of ways for being old. Shame what happened to him. Yeah. Hope he comes back one day. Hope he gets, his, gets some help. Especially his wife uh, stood by him during all that stuff. And yeah. Just... Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of that cutter? It's fantastic. I always like the XL. Yeah, I like how it turned out. I like Looks the, nice. I, I also like how it's two different designs, like one I front, do. one back. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, only thing. We only got 200 of those. So. It's a good cutter. That's the uh, that's a great Father's Day gift, or that's a great birthday gift if somebody turns fifty. Yeah, or it's a great gift for their fiftieth anniversary, which my parents is in twenty twenty three. You gonna buy one for them? Sure. Yeah, you, better buy, you should buy it now so you can have it in case it sells out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what's a what's a cigar topic? Give me something. Oh, so I was reading. Well, we just posted a blog, right, Chris? Yeah. Um, what is it? What is a shiny wrapper? Yeah, like what makes a cigar wrapper shiny? It's the oils. It's the oils in the leaf. Depends right, on the leaf. Talk. Depends on the aging. 
And there you have it. Yeah. There's there's some cigars that um like you you like a there's a there's a, a middle ground of the amount of sheen you want. You want something too dry, but if it's too oily, and I remember this I haven't smoked it in a while, so I don't know if it's changed. But back in the day, uh, I love the Partagas Black, Partagas Black label. It's, I man, I should smoke one of those. I haven't had one of those in a minute. Um, but they were like of just a really great, strong jet black. Like when I say black, it's jet black. Uh, but I remember anytime I would you know buy a five pack or buy a box, I'd have to like leave one like out for like a couple hours, maybe even a right. day to like dr- just dry it out a little bit because the problem with a shiny wrapper, hard to keep lit. And right. also, it might it might burn a little funky. So if it's if it's overly shiny, overly like juicy, just let it sit for a little bit to uh, to dry up some of that. But why, you don't want why it. Why is this is it just that type of wrapper? Type of, yeah, that type of wrapper. How long it's been aged? You know, if, if it's been heavily not heavily humidified, but if it went, you know, if it's an already oily wrapper and then it's been and you humidified, should, you should put them in different humidification humidification level, right? Uh, no, you don't. I, I would just leave them out literally for like out of the out of the cellophane. Just like leave them out like on a table for a day. So just, you know that to, you're going to smoke dry that it out, the next and then day. and then you can put it in the humidor, and it'll be and it'll be fine. So that's Something, a big yeah. commitment for me to be like, I'm definitely smoking this tomorrow. No, you don't need to smoke it tomorrow. You just let it dry out a little bit, and then when you put it in the humid in the humidor, uh, it's not going to like get those oils all the way back. Uh, I got you. It'll it just kind of like dries out some of the sheen on the outside. With but, you, yeah. yeah. But or or if you know like, hey, I'm going to a barbecue tomorrow. I might want to have one of these. Take one out. You know, get it get it ready. This thing's just brilliant. so good. It's so good. He did such a good job. 50th is rolling along very nicely. Good. We got some great releases coming out soon. A new Monte Cristo, something from Aganorsa, Alec Bradley, Davidoff, Oliva, Foundation, Dunbarton. Am I missing somebody? Rocky Patel, Drew Estate. AJ. AJ. Um, some new accessories still coming. We have three more accessories coming out. It's yep. gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a nice time, yeah. And a so. boat. And well, yeah, that's not for everybody. That's only for us. I saw. So I went to the boat. Did I t- oh, I meant to tell you this story. Tell me the story. I go to look at the boat with my brother. Mm-hmm. Driving the city. It's in Chelsea. At the Chelsea Pier. So I've never been to Chelsea Pier. So I'm like, you know, there's a big building there. You know, like that. You ever been to Chelsea Pier? Yeah, the big, uh, yeah. It's like a big blue, yeah, right. like, you know, and it probably has yeah, they have red, weddings, yeah, weddings. Weddings and there's and a um, driving range out there, right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. So yep. I go to the pier that the, the numbered pier that I have to go to. And I, you know, there's like a glass door there. And so I opened the door and I was like, Hey, you got to follow the pro COVID protocol. So you got to like take a picture of the thing on your phone and fill out the, your information. And then they let you in. And I'm like, Hey, I'm looking for this boat to give you the passcode. To get in. No, it was just literally just going to, and the oh. guy just like, let us in. He's like, you need the passcode to fit us. Um, you know, you need a, I'm like, I'm looking for this boat. You know, how do I get to the pier to actually see the boat? He's like, oh, uh, second floor. And I'm like, oh, all right, maybe that's the, the offices for the boat company. I got to go there first. I don't know. So we go up there. And you know how when you get off an elevator, there's like that sign that has like what is on that floor. You know, Dr. Frank's yeah. office, you know, Mark's marketing, whatever. You know a lot of Dr. Frank's? You know. Okay. So I get off and this is what the sign said. Exactly. And I know that his ears are about to perk up when I say it. It says special victims unit. It says universal network. And then it says Wolf Films. And me and my brother look into one of the rooms and there's like some stairs and it goes up to a sound stage with like, you know, like on a set, there's like not cardboard, but like the wood that's like the back of like a, like a, a set thing. Like, you know, yeah, like, set like they, piece. Yeah, set piece. Yeah. They like they don't paint the back. It's just right, like right, the wood. Right. We look up there and we see like some techies running around and I'm like, Johnny, I think this is where they film SVU. And it was. That's where they film oh, SVU. No that's pretty cool. And we just walked in to this wow. building. 
No, nothing. No ID. No, who are you here? Did you no, start? Do you flash your badge? No, I mean, we're like, we should, sneak, we should sneak in here. and be like victims. <laughs> you can um, be the, the police chief. Yeah. And then uh, give me your badge. Um, and then at, as we were walking out, we finally found our way to go to the pier and we're walking out like kind of in the back area. And no, no, we, we went to go see the boat and then we're walking through this parking garage to go across the street to where we parked. And as we're walking through, there's all these trailers and that's where they were filming Blacklist. They had oh, like nice. Blacklist had like the call schedule and yep. there was like makeup trucks and everything. It was it was That's really cool. That's a good cool. show. That's I, a really I really good show. wish that I... It was really good up until like end of season three. I couldn't even make it that far. It's too many episodes, man. Oh, I, lo- I love... That's the best though when you have two, 20, 25 20, episodes. Yeah. Oh. You like that too? Uh, I don't mind it. It depends. Uh, That's why one of my favorite shows ever is NCIS because I'll never finish it. Yeah. At 25 episodes at like 19 seasons, I'll never finish NCIS. <laughs> Because like, I'll get to like season 11 or 12 and then like something else will catch my eye and then I'll come back to it a year later. I'm like, man, I still never finish this. Great. <laughs> so did you see the, uh, you see Spader or what? No, he wasn't there. No? I don't know if it was a filming day or whatever. Like gotcha. they were setting up for, for stuff. I just, I thought it was cool and I also thought like, if I just put a headset on and had a clipboard, I could have walked around this thing for hours and like no one, <laughs> yeah. no one would have known. All right, it's what my brother-in-law did for you know Amazing Spider-Man Two in Times Square when they did that whole thing. He was like walked around with a no, clipboard. like he would ha- be the guy with the walkie-talkie, making sure people are not getting on the set. Oh, he was like security kind of. No, he's a, a PA, he's PA probably. Yeah, yeah. I can feel like PA like they, it's just a bunch of different like. There's do they do any film stuff PAs or it's mostly like get no, coffee make sure no one comes but in. There's here. also a lot of people that do do a lot of film stuff on a on a set. Mm. He moved up to taking care of some actresses. I know that. For my internship, I was second AD, and I did nothing with, like, right. I wasn't on set. I was in the office. I was working on, like, contracts and stuff. It, It's insane. Yeah. Cause... Well, like, they should really not do that. Like, if you're, if you're, like, at NYU film school, and you apply to an internship to, like, work on whatever, law and order, like, your internship should not be like, oh, yeah, go get coffee. It's like, no. Hire other people for that and make this person I actually do something for their career. But if you're looking to jump into that, that's where you start. Yeah, it's all, that's, it's all yeah. political, man. That's, Climb the ladder. That's stupid. Yeah. That's why we're going to have garbage films in a few years. Because <laughs> right, everyone, it's everyone, started. everyone spent two years of their of their career getting coffee. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if I went to yeah, a... They, you have to think they have to put in a certain amount of hours in to be in the union. So that's why they start there as a PA, and then you start figuring out which department, route you're going to yeah. take to which department, and then you start low end then, and you go up through that department. So like, because if you're in grip and electric, like I feel like you're going to be oh, on like you're key g- grip. You're going to be doing that more than oh, I want to direct feature right. Marvel films. That's yeah. I can understand like if you're if you're made if like your focus is directing and you get an internship on. You know, Avengers, they're not going to like put you next to Joss Whedon, like, oh, yeah, take a look in the camera. Like, I, I get that. But if you're like, hey, you know, I do, I'm majoring in sound engineering, you know, or sound editing, and I got this job, they're not going to like, like, oh, yeah, go tie up all these ropes and like throw them in the, it's in the closet. It's like, yeah, that has to do with the sound. Been there. Well, that's why my roommate got out of, you know, that's, he majored in that, graduated in that from a very good school, and it was working on, he might work on some TV shows. He met like Scarlett Johansson. I think he worked on Family Guy and he worked on, I think, um, he did like early season of Rick and Morty. He did something, but he was like, dude, I was there for a year in the city, like paid. Like it was a paid job. He was like, all I was doing was bitch work. Yeah. He's like, they weren't using me for any of my sounds. I, I wasn't even like allowed in the booth. Yep. So I hate that. I hate industries like that where it's like, 
oh yeah, this guy just graduated from like Harvard Business School, and you know he's you know he just got to work at this like financial firm. Yeah, have him shine everybody's shoes and go pick up sandwiches. I'm like, what are you doing? This is this is why when it comes down to like crunch time, they don't know what the hell they're doing, <laughs> because this is what you spent your time teaching them. Yep, it's so stupid. But then on the flip side, that's if you want to do studio films, Hollywood films. Like if you want to do independent films, self-funded, it's harder, but it, it can happen. Like adult films? They're self-funded. They are. I always wanted to be a key grip. In an adult film? No. Oh. They need someone to grip. I want to be a key grip. Because you're a problem solver. Yeah. Is that's that what, what a key grip? I don't even know. I'm what not saying that they're just problem solvers. If you got to try to make light look natural like lighting is a whole other ballpark in my opinion it's crazy lighting is i uh, director it, of photography that's what i wanted to be in my years of just like doing this i've appreciated like how much light matters so much well especially when you got low grade cameras to work with well you know what they did in in terminator 2 you know the scene when they're like hiding out in the gas station and sarah connor's like taking the bullets out of the terminator she was taking the bullets out of a stunt double. And then what was supposed to be a mirror they were looking at was actually a two-way window. And they just like recreated the set on the other side. And then so you couldn't see the Terminator sitting down's face. You saw him in the in the mirror, and yeah. that was Arnold. But then Sarah Connor or Linda Hamilton was in the mirror, but then the Linda Hamilton, like on this side, is her twin sister. But wow. they shot it that way so you could see everything you know, in the mirror without obviously like getting the camera and everything. That's mirror shots are like, I can't imagine how you film a That's mirror so shot. so annoying. It must be so difficult. Like what do you, so how, do, how do you even do it? Uh, I mean, I feel like these days you can just take would, the mirror it would, out. It would be a two way. Well, I feel like nowadays you can just take the camera out like editing wise. You could do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they look at what they did in Avengers. I'm sure you can take a camera I mean, out Look of what shot. they do now. Yeah. There's apps that you can just take your face off, put it on, yeah. put yours on it. So. Yeah. But the ending of like Raging Bullet, say when he's talking into the mirror, like it, that's just camera, like that's just lenses and camera angles. It's and you got to think too when they have the camera facing it, the person's talking to the the mirror or whatever. It's they're looking at the camera. It's they have it angled that way. It's not like you're going directly straight right. on. I I'm I'm I, there's a lot of things I appreciate about filmmaking now. And and acting, and when I say that, I really got pissed off when Scorsese said, like, oh, the Marvel universe isn't, like, real films. I'm like, dude, you have two mafia guys in a car. It's easy to act when there's another person. Especially Imagine when having York. to have a serious moment in a green room and yeah. going like this, pretending you have powers. And you have to have a serious... I would laugh all, all the time. Day. I would just... Every time I'm like, all right, ready? All and action. And then shoot your laser hands. Yeah. At the, I'd be like... <laughs> right. What? And the, everybody's got cords on them yeah. and everything. Yeah, Imagine it's, it's having wild. to have like at the end... I mean, spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. End of Endgame. Oh, whoa. It's been three years. <laughs> watch, watch the goddamn... What are you talking about? I gotta go back in time. I was part of the 50%. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when like when you know he's lying <laughs> when he's dying and like Spider-Man's and he's having this super emotional moment I'm like that was like everything was green they were both probably wearing t-shirts cuz like they were both wearing like animated suit I'm like that's oh, so that's acting yep. I can and, like, I can sit in a Thanos. Cadillac with Robert De Niro and like oh the bullshit like I can I can yeah. do that and right. Thanos we had the, he had the head on top of him yeah rocket well, even, ra- yeah rocket raccoon rocket raccoon like, like so. it was a it was a full-size human in a green suit and then like 
emotional moment, Dax has to like pet him. And in reality, he's petting a fully grown man yeah. in, that's like that, uh, in the green man outfit from Always Sunny. Uh, <laughs> like that's acting, dude. Yeah, when I when I was taking acting classes, the guy said like, do you think that there's lasers really coming out? Of, like he always said Robert Downey Jr.'s hands. No, like you have to like believe it. And it's you have to believe that there's lasers <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, it's it's. It's a lot of lasers. Uh, but very, uh, very, very interesting. By the way, shout out to Batista. Phenomenal job. I think he's a very good actor. I think he did very well in those movies. Yeah. I, th- I couldn't see him in the movies. He was too he was, invisible. Yeah, that's right. He made a joke where he's like, I move so still. Ah. I can't see. So him and John Cena are like the memes where like, you have a picture of like Batista and he's like, Is there, there's nobody in this picture. <laughs> Uh, he might even be a better actor than The Rock. I mean, I don't know. The Rock, I love The Rock. I love The Rock. But he has not done any movie where I'm like, wow, he did really good in that movie. She's like, oh yeah, The Rock was in this movie and it was a good movie. But Batista did like really good. Jumanji, I heard like... Um, you didn't watch them? They're, they're good movies, the but it was like... One. I didn't see them yet, but I heard that good. they were really... I heard Kevin Hart was really good in that. Kevin that, Hart was The really first good. one was amazing. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. I thought, I thought, it was so, I thought they were equally both very good. The second one, I didn't get, you know... I don't know. And the then sen- I heard Central Intelligence is good. Yeah. With those two. So the problem I had with the second one was um, uh, Aquafina, I think is her name. The <laughs> the Asian American actor. Yeah. Uh, actress, I'm sorry. Uh, she was good except for when they she had to pretend to be Danny DeVito and she like went way over the top, like, right. oh, what's going on here? I'm like, that's not like you're that's not you're supposed to have like a little bit of like it's I mean, supposed to it be. It is him back when he was like forty years old, but now he's like eighty. But also <laughs> Do accents transcend? Like, if my if they took my mind and put it into, let's say, you know, somebody from like Southern like, California, am I'm, I gonna sound like me? Am I gonna sound like me? A Tony. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Let's go get the fish tacos at the pier. Like, I'm not gonna sound like that. Well, perfect you know? example is Face Off. <laughs> I watched it again. I watched it again with with Liz and Ekrom on Saturday night. I watched it. Well, I know uh, we always talk about that, but yeah, I'm gonna take his face. Here's the here's the thing with that oh. movie. So I gotta take it. I gotta take you through it for you to get it. Have you I'm seen, already have there. You, have you seen Face Off? Of course I have. Come on. Have you, you yeah, seen? yeah. So in the beginning of the movie, that was Greg's mantra in high school. Probably in the beginning of the movie, it's John Travolta is just acting as like John Travolta, right? With the kid yeah. on the the carousel, now, Nicholas in the Cage of, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's just a carousel, in the and, then, and then he's just on a on a on a hill with Nicholas a Cage rifle. for the entire beginning of the movie is acting like. He's acting like extreme Nicolas Cage because he knows that when John Travolta has to be him later on in the movie, he's going to bring it down a little bit. So he went over the top so that when Nick was that when John Travolta does it, he's like Nick Cage. So Nick Cage is super Nick Cage in the beginning. Right. Then they do the face swap. But then he has to go undercover. So now this is this is the part. It's Nick Cage pretending to be Nick Cage. Because he has to act like Nick Cage did in the beginning to because he's undercover. Right. John Travolta is also acting like he doesn't he doesn't try to become when they do the face off, he doesn't try to become like, oh, I'm gonna become like this FBI agent and like be more subtle. Oh, right. He just acts like himself. So in this movie, you have Nick Cage acting like Nick Cage twice. You have John Travolta acting like John Travolta, and then John Travolta acting like Nick Cage. Everyone at some point in this movie is acting like Nick Cage. 
That's Inception. Just the way he intended it to be. Crazier part. Because you've all seen the entire movie. The day after he finished filming Con Air. Went to that movie. He went. And do you know the first I feel like film, all we talk about is Con Air. Do you know the first film that they, the first shot, that, like scene that they filmed? What, well, you would think it'd be like, oh, let's start from the beginning so that everyone can kind of get into their character and like do this whole character yeah, drama. They the started with the boat chase scene at the end of the movie. Right. That was the first scene that they shot. So they're, they're dying. I'm going to eat a peach for hours. <laughs> so funny. A tiny surgery. They're, so they're, they're, making, they're doing a sequel. My brother had a Stop. great. Yeah, my brother had a great take on, on the LPD show. The LPD podcast diary. There is a sequel? They're making a sequel. Yeah. And with, they're, sta- with John Travolta and Nick Cage. They're in talks with it. Because at first they were talking about doing a remake and my brother... He's like, no, like I, I will not watch it. Like no, these guys have to be not. in it. Right. Although, if you think about it, if you get two like cool actors, no, they're not making another one. The whole well, dude, don't forget. Oh, Nick Cage and Andre Volta were not even the first choices for that movie. The original choice was Stallone and Schwarzenegger, which would have been terrible because Awful. how would Schwarzenegger done Stallone? There's only there's only one way those guys act. Yeah, like themselves. But right. think about, think about if you got like two re- if you got like. Tom Hiddleston and like Tom Hardy, like just two really good actors, and they have to pretend to be each other. I think that could work. No, it would have to be a more dramatic film, though. It couldn't be like no. it couldn't be nonsense. So when they said the face-off thing, there was rumors that they wanted Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds in it or something. Or was no, that it would have been, be, been too funny. It's not a funny movie. Not, it, a funny it, it movie. not intentionally. Funny. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> you can really take seriously when he says, "I want to take his face off." I can't do that. Yeah, because first of all, he's he's. On drugs, he got drugged by that guy, so he's a little loopy. Okay, there has to be doves in this too. I'm, I'm not taking whatever you say seriously from here on out. It's not intentionally funny. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> Is it ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes? There's a funeral on a beach. <laughs> Come on, face off. It can't be a sequel. It is going to be a sequel. I don't know. Here's the, I don't know how they're going to do it because he's he's dead. <laughs> You just don't. I mean, the kid's like happy, adopted, whatever. He's got a son. Like, just end my, it. my brother made a great take where he's like, oh, yeah, you killed my son? At the end of this movie, I'm stealing your son. Because <laughs> that's essentially what he did. He just stole the kid back. And the kid looks eerily like his dead. <laughs> the, the first kid, the assassination of the kid, first, that's how the movie starts. Yep. John Woo. Woohoo. Uh, what else did he do? No, I think that was it. <laughs> no, he did. I think he did like some Jet Li movie, like Romeo Must Die or something. Let's see. Any movie that has doves, he was involved in. Doves. Oh yeah, he's all about doves. Love the doves. So let's see. Did uh, I, I told you what, what my number one name for my son was? Castro Troy. Castro Troy. Yeah. <laughs> it should be. It's great. Such a great name. Oh, he did Hard Target. With um, Van Damme. He did Broken Arrow, another great oh, Travolta man. film yeah. with, with Gr- Christian Slater. He did Paycheck. Um, he did Face Off, and then he did Mission Impossible 2. I like the Mission Impossibles. They're get, I, I feel like the, They're getting a lot better. I feel like the first one was good. Second one was... Yeah, I think at the third time one, when it came out. Yeah, third one was forgettable, but then the next like four have been very, very good. Henry Cavill was great. In he was he very was good. With his mustache. Dude, he's a monster. 
He is. And I, I'm really sad that they're getting rid of him as Superman because, like, I think he did. I think he's the best Superman. I think he did well enough with, like, the script they gave him. And now there's talks are good. It's going to be Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, you guys <sighs> are just trying to cause controversy and, and make a ridiculous thing. Like, can you just stop? Um, although, Michael, I'm like, I'll watch Michael B. Jordan in anything. I love Michael B. Jordan. It's yeah, good. I would even take him as the new Black Panther. Yeah, but he was. Did he? I don't think he did. He die? Yeah, yeah. he died. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Marvel. You can bring him back. Oh, they literally yeah. brought back half the cast in the last movie. They did. Mm. So good. Cigar's good. <laughs> I, sometimes I like these episodes where it's like casual talk. We get to enjoy and because that's how a cigar I mean, is I meant feel, to be I, enjoyed. That is a good point. You know, that's a great point. It only took us what. 60-something episodes to, to, to bring that point up. To make up. that yeah. point. <laughs> to finally feel okay, come yeah. full circle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, get, if anyone has rhythm any, in the... you know, comment on the video if you have any topics that you want us to yeah. cover, and that's what we'll do. I, I, I think what it comes down to is if they people that watch us like the topics that we talk about, they're going to listen, yeah. as well as we're talking about cigars. I tried listening to cigar podcasts. I'm not going to say who or whatever, but it just it's so much cigar talk that like I feel like I'm working. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, and that's anything with any hobby. I don't want to feel like I'm working. Like, for instance, uh, my buddy does, I guess, NBA Top Shots does these, like, cards, like, moments. And they're, like, little two-by-two boxes that have video playing in these cards. And you get these packs. I think he invested, I don't know, maybe. A million dollars. 500 bucks. His account's up to 13,000. But it's, like work to me it's not like collecting cards you have to be there when this is that it's just it's the same like, thing with with people who do shoes you know people like yeah like like, sneakers I you know I like can't. there was there was a, somebody who worked here you know uh what's his name son mm-hmm. that was like kind of interning for us he makes a shit ton of money but i'm like dude that's work right also if i if i see one one like new industry that i think is going to collapse in 10 years it's the the sneaker because you go get in line buy a pair of jordans for 180 and then a week later, you're selling them for 500. There's no way that's sustainable as an industry. It's been uh, going on for years. Yeah, they don't even wear them. How many shoes are you gonna have? I, I, re- I rewatched. I, I know I kept telling. I rewatched Entourage, and they had an episode of that, and that was 10, 15 years ago. Like it's just only getting no. better now because of social media. God, and damn. people will pay a lot of money for shoes. I, 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 I don't because I, no. I know I'm gonna yeah. destroy them. Right. <laughs> no, I, the I wear and tear never, on them. I will never ever pay a lot of money for something. That I will never. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. If I get like super rich one day and just leave it, just leave. That just makes it so much. I just don't just, like it. I don't like. I it. I understand that, but like, I don't like it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't like it. Um, yeah. You know, if I'm super rich one day, maybe. But see, like a painting, like you're not supposed to use a painting. You're supposed to look at a painting. It's like I, yeah, would, I, I would invest I feel, in like I, artwork. I would, I would invest in I artwork. I think that's because that picture kind of means something to you, yeah. as well as being somewhat of an investment. I feel like the shoes, I mean, it could mean something to you, but like what? I think it's what? a shame when people buy like a car. Like I'm not saying if you buy like a 67 Shelby and you spend like 500 grand on it, you got to drive the thing every day. But like Jay Leno just like, you know, has like a thousand cars just like sitting in a garage. I'm like, that's not what they were built for. Like all the design and the time that went into yeah. to, to making those cars, that, that the, the reason they were valuable is because they were good cars. They were fast or they had a great ride or they had, you know, this kind of suspension. And you're just like letting them sit there and like not do what they, the same thing with shoes. Those shoes are great because they were designed like to be super comfortable and also look good. And you could you could play basketball in them. Right. And you're just sitting on DJ Khaled's freaking closet. It's like you remember those um, the sports figurines mm-hmm. and like 
you're like leaving the box because it's going to be worth something. I'd be the kid that would always rip the box open, put them on yeah, my well, shelf, yeah. play, would, like, play I, with them. My brother is the one that would keep them in the box. So he was asking me what my son would like for his birthday. He just turned four. And I told him, I was like, he loves my Greg Jeffries like, figurine, yeah. but it's from the early 90s or whatever and doesn't stand up. You know, he loves fig- whatever. I was like, get it for me because, you know, I always ripped him out of the box. He'll, he's not going to keep it in the box or whatever. And he, he laughed and he came back and he's like, yeah, I looked up Michael Jordan, like figurine in the box, it's like 12 bucks. I'm like, it didn't make any money off of it. Yeah. I, and I never understood. I just, I don't know. If you're going to buy something for a kid and it's like, so this is what my mom does. Um, Cause my grandfather did it for us. Um, and there's still somewhere. There's a bunch of them. He would buy us the Hess truck set from every year. But like, he was like, Hey, I have this but I'm keeping it for you. Do not give a kid a present and be like, here you go. Don't open it. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to open the death star. Like you got me a death star. Of course I'm going to open it. I'm I'm seven. It has trucks. Definitely be open. Cause I used to get them for my godson. I was like, no, we have, I have up until he, my mom started getting them now for my nephew. Um, but I have from like, I have from 89 to like, I think 2000 and all box, perfect. All boxed, like not opened. How much are they going for? Yeah, I, I never really looked. I, I think it's just going to be like an heirloom or just something cool that I have. I don't think I'm ever going to sell them. It's just like a nice thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll look. I never said you would sell them, but yeah. I'm just wondering how much are they going I can't imagine. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I think I, those, those ones, here's the problem. We grew up in a, in a too late generation that like by time we started realizing like, oh, you know, I should start saving these things. The market already became flooded with like baseball cards. You cannot yeah. save baseball cards anymore. Even like an Aaron Judge rookie card is not going to go for a shit ton of money in forty no. years. It's just not. Well, well, it depends though, man. I got a Tim Duncan rookie card. I don't touch until I absolutely need the money <laughs> because it's like, and I told my mom put it away until I'm responsible enough. Yeah, but because I, I just wanted to open them and I'm always playing with them. I don't know if you, you guys had cards and stuff. When that boom happened, where those things started selling a lot, they started making more. Of the they, so like a Babe Ruth card is rare because they only made it because they didn't think it was going to be a thing. So like, oh, here's a couple along with some gum. You know how many Derek Jeter rookie cards are probably out there? Probably like fifty thousand at least. You know, because when it boomed in like the eighties, these companies started making more of this stuff because like, oh, people are going to buy a lot more because now they know it's valuable for later. But by making a lot more, you reduce the value. That's yeah. why yep. a Lou Gehrig autograph is very valuable because they didn't make that many. Yeah. You know, a, a Derek Jeter autograph probably is not going to be that valuable. You know how many autographs that guy probably yeah. signed? Probably you, like probably a hundred thousand right. autographs. Do you guys least. have any cards or not really? No, I have some baseballs. I have a Derek Jeter baseball that my dad got. I have a Whitey Ford ball. Um, I have a signed Mariano because when I met him, well, see, a signed jer- signed like big things is different. Like a signed jersey, a signed bat. But even I looked that up and uh, um, a signed glove, anything game worn or, or or like game done. You know, like oh, this was. You know, the cleats that David Cohn wore in his perfect game, like, yeah, those will be a shit ton. But, like, if wow. you just had, if you found David Cohn at a bar yesterday and he signed a pair of cleats for you, maybe you get a hundred bucks. Like, if maybe. That. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not that big of a thing. I love when athletes swap jerseys. I think that's pretty cool, honestly. Because any anything you do in the act makes it more valuable. So, like, I know you guys are really honored to UFC, but when Dustin Poirier fought for the championship against Khabib, who's like the best ever, at the end, they swapped, like, um, like their their shirts that they wore like you know before the fight, they swapped them and then donated them for charity because they like swapped them. There's like an added level to the story and it makes them more valuable than just like oh this is the shirt Dustin Poirier wore before he fought like who who cares, you know? So like when there's an added story there, 
So uh, a, a hockey stick that one of the guys from 1980 Olympic team used in like practice, who cares? Right. The stick he used in the game against Russia, thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. It's all about the story behind it. Yep. You know? Okay. Same, thing with, same thing with cigars too. Yeah. You know? Like if I have a box of Opus from 10 years ago and I can, you know, not, they're not going to be that great to smoke. They're probably diluted a little bit, even if I kept them fresh. But a box of Opus that like, you know, Carlito gave me or a box of Opus from like the first round that went out in, in 93, even if they're not really smokable, they, they'll go for all those pre-embargo Cubans. Like no one's going to smoke those. They go for a shit ton of like right. hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's and no, you're not even going to smoke them. Right. I have a box of baseball cards I want to bring in for you guys to look. I don't know anything about baseball, so. We should do that. I also have Magic the Gathering. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That ain't gonna. There's some cards that still sell. But... I'm sure. People still play. <laughs> I yeah. can imagine for like Pokemon, the only one I could see like selling big is like an original edition Charizard because I remember they were so rare. You could never You're big fu- on it, huh? They well, I, I was like I wasn't really big into the cards. I just knew that because I knew that you know they can't like the, the packs were different colors. Charizard only came in an orange pack, but it was like one out of every twenty five orange packs had a Charizard in it because he right. was, at the time he was the most powerful Pokemon. You know, no. Yeah, you don't. You weren't a Pokemon. <laughs> no, you were too old because you were. You were like five, what, four or five years older than me. So uh, like six. So you didn't. Dragon yeah. So Ball like Z. when I when I was playing the Pokemon when I was like six and seven, so you were already like in middle school. Like you weren't. Right. You were getting, getting ladies. No. It's my Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah. My bowl cut. Wearing sweatpants and yeah. stuff. Uh, but there, dude, there's stuff like especially when I was watching Pawn Stars, stuff like. Like a stretch Armstrong is like ten thousand dollars for like a stretch Armstrong and a best box. I could do is five bucks. I busted that thing so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Goo everywhere. Let's see so how long goo? if it can go down the. St- yeah, if it can know. go down, if you could stretch it all the oh, way yeah. down the stairs, you just rip the armpit. Yeah, all I, the time. I don't, I don't get. I mean, it's it's all in this. We we're the us and even the previous generation. You know, people that are now like in their late forties, early fifties, were the nostalgia generation because we grew up with media. So we we had our favorite. That's why you know Wild Wild West, not the movie, the TV show. Great movie. Wow, I thought it was great. Wild 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 West lunchboxes go for a lot because there's some rich 65 year old that grew up watching that TV show and wants it. Like there was nothing from our grandparents' childhood that they like that they would pay a lot of money for. Like they didn't care. They were the Depression era. They didn't give a shit. You know, my grandfather said like all these popular mechanics magazines from the 30s. I'm like, no one. This, that science isn't even real anymore. Like that's it was. It's like we so. It's oh, fake news. We might be able to. <laughs> we might be able to put music on a on a disc one day. And now it's, it's like it's, okay, it's, Grandpa, yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I never met my dad's father, but he has a sword from uh, when he fought, I believe, in the Korean War. I'm really I, glad that you finished that sentence. I thought I never met my grandpa. Good night. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like something like that would. Um, Oh yeah. If families would ever sell it, I wouldn't. But if they had to, I think that would, that would sell for. Yeah, my grandfather uh, brought back a Luger from from World War II that we got like totally redone. Every part of it was serial numbered, so we know it, we we were able to trace it back. It was made and given to a colonel in like the nineteen like nineteen twenty two. That's cool. He killed, took out of a dead Nazi. <laughs> I guess you looked that up like online. You can find that. Like, I mean, we didn't. Our, uh, the gunsmith. Did. Oh, gotcha. Because he, we gave it to him. We're like, we don't know anything about this. This was this was years ago before I really knew anything about guns. And we're like, here, take this. You know, and he took everything apart, cleaned everything. The only thing it needed was new springs in the magazine. Right. Um, but my grandfather left it in the attic, and, and Kate, he never, never once used it. But he had bought like uh, 
some like nine millimeter hollow point in case he ever needed to use it, which are illegal. <laughs> they're not really illegal. I think well, they're illegal in New York, where he's right, from. They're definitely illegal. In yeah. New York. Um, <laughs> but in Pennsylvania, he probably, he probably bought them. I'm sure he probably bought them in like the '60s, right? And then just kept them up there in his hot, unair conditioned attic, where you know, no all- chance of one of those things popping off. I've never had with any- all his dried magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in an air conditioned attic in my life. My grandfather's house was a disaster. It was a, we, we found six different parts of six different coffee pots that he was going to create some kind of like cyborg, per, some perfect pot that he didn't. And, and today, we now it's securing, right? <laughs> as we were going through his junk. Go leave. No. That's your best joke of the day. I'm out. As we were going through his junk, we would find like a jar full of like nuts and bolts and they were like clean. Like, all right. And we keep going down the pile, and we find a jar with the same nuts and bolts, but it was like a little older. Maybe it was like 10 years old. And we went down, and at the bottom of the pile, we would find like a jar of nuts and bolts from like 1948. And he kept like losing his jar until he would like start collecting them again and then lose it. So it was like an archaeological dig. He wow. had his old- In his attic. No, this is in the basement. <laughs> oh, okay. He had his old oil burner that he got replaced in like 1970, and he never took the old one out. It just sat in the basement. So this big like iron. You know how much of a pain in the neck to get rid of that stuff is. Like it's it's I I get what you're saying. It's it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I'd be that guy too because it's impossible to find places to take this stuff. My grandfather was in the salvage business. He could have figured it out. (laughs) It it was like you know it's a pain in the neck because you got to have the right car. You don't want to put in your car. It's dirty. It's all those others. It's heavy. It wouldn't it wouldn't fit in his 1993 brown Ford Taurus station wagon. Whoa! That had What, what year? It was like 1994, 1995, like latest. Wow. I had. And it had the thumbtacks in the ceiling to keep the ceiling felt up. And nice. it was like all different colors. So I thought they were M&Ms. They you know, I had my M&Ms. first car was a 1989 Ford Taurus station wagon, all maroon. Oh, so you were my grandma. Yeah. When did you get that? What year? Uh, what, my first car. Seventeen. Eh. My, my first car was my, gra- my, other was my grandfather's, grandfather's 88 Pontiac. Beautiful. And then I had like a like a two thousand and two white four tours wow, like the sit Two thousand two, huh? Well, that wasn't lucky I, guy. Yeah. Wow. And that was the last Burton time I'm like, County I'm, I'm never. After that, I'm like, I'm never <laughs> buying a used car, and I'm never owning a car again. I'm gonna lease for the rest of my life. I'm like, what with the headache? That Pontiac, though, I would have put more money into that, but the guy's like, yeah, we can't. Like, to fix this is gonna cost you like three grand. The blue book value of this car is like nineteen cents. Yeah. He's like, don't don't fix the radiator. <laughs> but that I love. Did I ever tell you the story? Of my first day driving that car. No. Well, this is my last quick story. Okay. Last so quick I got story. my license like a year later, Long just because. Short. Yeah. I got my license like a year later than normal, just because I wasn't really comfortable driving. Now I'm like I'm fine, but I was just never very comfortable. I driving. could tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got my license finally, and then the next day, my dad's like, oh. Down the street is like a storage facility that we kept stuff in. He's like, go take this check and bring it to the storage facility. So I, I'm like, oh, I'll do that. And then I'll get an iced coffee because there's a Dunkin' Donuts right there. And I'm like, fucking, I'm rolling now. I thought I was a cool guy. I'm backing out of the spot in the storage facility and I hit the car behind me. <laughs> I go look out. Barely even a scratch on mine, nothing on theirs. So I just get in the car and leave. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna tell the guy. There's no damage. I'm not gonna tell the guy so he can make up. No, little. If there was like a crack or something, I would have gone and told him. But there was nothing there. I'm like, I'm not gonna go tell this guy so he can make up some kind of thing and I have to pay for no reason. And then I left. Went to Except Dunkin for Donuts. this other story, we're about to tell you later. <laughs> well, I pick up Dunkin' Donuts and then I'm turning back onto my street and I turn way too sharp 
whole you know, it spills over. And for the next two years I had that car, there was just a brown stain all over like the like the center console was like that like the floor. Did fabric. you like have any toys that had steering wheels or anything? Because like I know you lived on a small lot, so you had the push mower, right? You no, never had, had, a, I had a regular mower. You had a ride on mower? Oh no, not a ride. I had a regular push. Right, mower. right. Push when you mower. say push, I think of like the old fashioned, like you. just the no, blades. no, like you because that's how I learned how to drive. Was oh no, yeah, I didn't. Was, I didn't play steering games. Like nothing. No, yeah, I my dad had a, like a lawnmower. Was, I, I, was I was cutting grass. Yeah, like it was just I, I wasn't paying attention, and like the stop came up, so I had to like slam on the brake and like do it. Because it's time. interesting because you start, you know, you figure out like who's had the ability to do that. Like I had two acres, so my dad had to ride yeah. on mower. I, I would love to, although I. Uh, all the things that I hated as uh, when I was younger, I would love to do. I would love to mow a lawn, like even if it's a walking one, like on a nice spring day, like putting my headphones. I'll hire you. Like I'll come do it. Right. Absolutely. I'll be, never, por- never I'll be on my porch with drink, my guinea drinking tea. sweet tea. <laughs> guinea tea. Yeah. You've stock. never physically like pushed one before. No, he he oh, likes yeah. he likes. Oh, you want to go? You want to get back? I want to do that, that again. I haven't oh, done it in gotcha. a while. Now my Sorry. my parents' house, like they don't really have a lawn. Um, and also it's like all straight hills. I'm like, oh, I miss when it was like a nice, just flat. It's it's really it's pretty good exercise. And like you you, you know yeah. you feel like well, accomplished. You put your headphones in. Yeah, oh, rock well, one. That I got to. You know, and then you ha- you have some lemonade or something, some kind some, of springtime got drink. To. It's good. My tie. Yeah, you get all sweaty. The girls were walking around looking at you. Yeah, all the seventy. I, I remember when I used to cut my grandpa my grandma's house. And there's there's some ladies down the street, and I'll be like, "This is gonna take a little extra time." Oh, especially if you're cutting for your grandma, and then like all her older friends are like, "Oh, look at the grandson! How nice!" I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna introduce him to my my granddaughter. Yeah, it never happened. Yeah, my never grandma happened didn't to talk to anybody. I was a nightmare until I was 23. So <laughs> like, no, no one was introducing me to anybody. <laughs> I've never had a friend like, "Oh yeah, I have a girl for you." Nope. <laughs> I'm in high school. Like, oh, no, all my friends are married. Like, <laughs> like no one was ever. I've tried playing Cupid before. It never worked. It's not a website. Okay, Cupid is yeah, but I'm talking about me. Okay, Cupid, Cause... relax. What? Okay. Get no, get it. I said the main name of the website. Oh, you said okay, Cupid, relax. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'll go in the IG trailer. There you go. All right. Well, this was fun. Great cigar. Very good cigar. Like look, look down. Nubbin. Right down to the end. So I can't say it. Big ups to uh, to Crown Heads. Go get it. Get our cutter, which should be on the website as well. And uh, I think it's lunchtime. It is. I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Bye. Let's go get lunch. All right, bye.